Welcome back. Why are you looking? Well, you can't peek on the very first syllable. Yeah, you <laughs> peeked. Okay, I'll stand back. Welcome no, back. Just, no, just say it softer. Welcome back. I was trying to bigger and bigger. Uh, is, that, is, that, is that genuinely your whole life, how you've been doing volume control? Just <laughs> edging away from people if you feel like they're being, you're being too loud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maria, shut up. You're not allowed to talk. Welcome. Uh, our sister Maria is here. And she's um, cooking two-minute noodles to take to the pool, which I don't think is acceptable. But I'm here in Melbourne. I'm joined uh, by my brother, Paul Williams. Hello, basketball fans. <laughs> Welcome to the to the premier basketball podcast. <laughs> Holy shit. Cool guy Paul is back. I thought, <laughs> wow, this is big. And, I, and we are joined via the power of the internet with our good friend, it's J Mother F and T. Hi, I don't, I don't co-sign that nickname, no, but I'm that's back. That's not a nickname. That a lot of people don't know that is your middle name. Um, it, did you say Mfer or Mother Effa? Mother Effa. I said yeah, that's correct. That's correct. No, Mother, it's Mother Effa. <laughs> okay, so so Mother <laughs> is fine, but Effa is sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. Okay, well, people are asking where the pod's been. I'll start with you, JT. Where's the pod been? Um. Oh, good question. I haven't watched the NBA all season. So that's my, I've got a pretty good reason for not podcasting. Okay. I have a lot of opinions though. Okay. Okay. Now, Paul Williams, I'm going to ask you, where has the podcast been? I also have not really been watching the NBA this season. Okay. This is a shocking. This is a basketball podcast. None of us have watched the NBA. I'm um, a Premier League head now. What, what? I'm a Premier League head. Oh, you, okay. We all are. Yeah, so what oh, happened oh. was I unexpectedly got uh, the lead in Fantasy Premier League um, many moons ago, and I was this all, so now I'm just locked on to Premier League. <laughs> I, um, I, I'm more into AFL, but I also um, love skateboarding, although I fell off uh, uh, my skateboard yesterday and my back is very broken. Um, are are you skateboarding? Yeah, I'm skateboarding. Is this a new? Is this a, is this something you've done historically, or is this new? About a month ago, I had a mental breakdown and rushed down to the skateboard shop and bought a four hundred dollars skateboard because the guys ripped me off, and now I'm a skateboarder now. Hell yeah! I don't know anyone that's um, gone for a, for like an over thirty pivot to skateboarding. <laughs> I love it. It's not smart, but now I'm pivoting back into basketball because the playoffs are here. It's going to be one of the best playoffs ever after one of the worst regular seasons. It's time for the podcast we call Advanced Analytics. So I don't want to start on a downer. Um, there's been some basketball today, but I wanted to ask you guys why we've all switched off the NBA and we haven't been watching. Why? Why is that? Hmm. I think it needs relegation. I'm with you. I was always against you. Yes. I, my, I've, I've devised a plan. So there's a second division in the NBA. Wow. With only eight teams currently, but they'll add two more. So it's 10. Um, and then uh, each year, the best team goes up and the worst team. Oh, I think the top two teams go up so and the top bottom two Paul, teams go down. Paul, I had almost the identical idea, but I've taken one step further. A Premier League. A championship and League One, which is like G League teams, three leagues, three leagues, and each year the bottom of each division isn't goes down, so you can't just yes. so uh, they go to each year the bottom of the division is in a relegation battle with their like. Are you meaning uh, conferences or division? Uh, uh, no, I was thinking redivide it so there's like four quadrants. Yeah, right. And then it's more geographical, and so that you have rivalries within the quadrant, even if you're in different leagues. Yeah, wow. wow. So you're saying that the Orlando Magic will get relegated this year? No, definitely not, actually. Weren't they the bottom uh, of the division? No, because you have to give them a year's notice. And yeah, if, the, if the Magic had that notice, they, they wouldn't risk it. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, we would have we played better. We'll you would have a... gone back 10 years. We'll get a and... summary of the, um, of the Orlando Magic uh, soon in Magic Mayhem. But um, I, I, I must say I did follow the NBA like via Reddit, but I, I don't think I've watched a full game this year. And I just, it's just, it's just such a shocking indictment. I think this is common with our short attention spans. Games are too long. No games mean anything. No one cares that the Nuggets have the first seed. Um, 
but were there any storylines that caught your guys' attention this this season or anything that like you were following? Nah, this is probably only the only. Ah. No, I said no. It's like <laughs> no, I'm, that would mean yeah. Classic Kiwi bloke. Um, my storyline was just the load management storyline. So that's probably the reason I stopped. I've all, I was pro injury or load management, and I thought people were lame, like expecting people to play through pain all the time and stuff. But it does suck. Like I to the bla- I've I looked at see where the Blazers were going about two months ago. Yeah, and they're like <laughs> actively trying to lose by fifty points. Yeah, with months to go. It's yeah. just bonkers. And what the Mavericks did again is like again the smartest thing to do. But this, I think I've stated my theory on this podcast, which is proven right, that the optimal strategy is to be a playoff team, like a competitive playoff team. But winning doesn't matter that much. Yes. So you just want to constantly make the playoffs, but it doesn't really matter if yeah. you're going to go far. Just get sponsorships and sell out your corporate boxes and then nothing else matters. So who would that team be? Like That's like the Miami Heat is basically who do that. They never tank. They always just rebuild and they always good, but you're never like, oh, the man, the Heat are nice this year. Yeah, Heat. I guess Raptors are always pretty good. But that's really the only storyline. LeBron being... Oh, there's been some funny ones. Westbrook's no, no, always no. funny. What? What was? Westbrook's always funny. Westbrook is amazing. But I wanted to touch on what I thought you were going to bring up, which is um, the amazing story of Kyrie Irving. Like, we don't need to go through all his anti-Semitism and stuff like that. If it wasn't so serious and we're in such dark times, it would be, like, hilarious that the Flat Earth player has now become, like, an anti-Semite and, like, posts a video, but he's like, I don't agree with everything in the video. Like, if you post it this year. That was this season, yeah. Oh, wow. It's been a long season. I thought that was last year. He destroyed... It was probably last year, but it was this season. He destroyed another team, and then, just when you think his story couldn't get any worse, he got traded to the Dallas Mavericks, who have got to... have They've mismanaged... I would say it's one of the worst mismanagements of a superstar player ever, but then I was thinking of LeBron in Cleveland or Anthony Davis in, uh, in New Orleans... How shocking is it to see the Mavericks at a point where they're not even making the play-in and they're tanking on Slovenian night of all nights, Luca's sacred night, um, because they can't get to the playoffs because they lost Jalen Brunson for nothing, made a ton of terrible trades, and ended up doing a desperation move for a guy who's famous for tanking every team. I... I've actually just pulled up my list. Sorry, I was scrambling. I did my homework. I've pulled up my list of of best storylines now, and I could I, I'd have a better go at that question. But yeah. on the on the Mavs, did I, I think I texted you both many weeks ago saying the Mavs were going to fall out of the playoffs when they you did. were fifth, I think, at the time, and then they have been more and more comical. And so, pro- actually, that is the only game I've watched. I tuned in to watch some of Kyrie and Luca. But the thing that aggravates me is not about that whole thing. Is that I listened to probably two NBA podcasts this year. Yeah, I won't name them because I know that's against the rules. But they're it's a prominent ESPN pe- um, people. And when the trade happened, all those guys were like, "Oh, you know, they're going to be so good offensively. Maybe it'll work." And then I tuned in after the um, Mavs tanked that game, and they're like, "We said it all along. It was never going to work." I was like, "No, you didn't. You absolutely did not say that. Like, you just <laughs> it was so." <laughs> It wasn't much of a limb to go out on that they were going to be horrifically bad if they trade their only like defender. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 amazing to see. Um, Paul, did you enjoy the story of Luka Doncic and the Mavs, or did you just not notice that happened? I just, I always, I'm shocked because I, I always thought the Mavs. I weirdly, like, if you'd asked me five years ago what the best run organizations were, I would have had them up there. I thought they were like really good, smart. But then in recent years, just every all the moves they've done have I've disagreed with pretty much. Constant incompetence. Um, trading for Porzingis was the start. Like they they nah. went win now. Nah, I stand by that trade. That was a what? good trade. Uh, I, I'm with them. I'm with them. Recently, someone even wrote online, "Who would you put as the second star next to Luca?" No, and I was like a big a, sh- a shot blocking. I'm three point shooting big, and then I was looking at the top ones, and I was like, Porzingis. Oh, okay. Rewind. This is my strong argument. I totally hear everything you're saying and agree with it. Porzingis. Great is argument. Chronically injured. 
you cannot injury propensity is so important it's just like the lakers signing a deal with the devil with anthony davis it's like yeah great he will he got them a championship so it was worth it in the end but now just that is cursed by him there's no way the lakers are going to go far in the playoffs because they can't stay healthy especially with lebron and Porzingis is terrible wherever he goes because he can't stay healthy. how many games would you say is enough for you to say like how many games for you per season is enough um, it, oh, it doesn't matter in the regular season. 30. 65 just, games? 65 games? Be, if you can be healthy, I'd say 30. But if you can, my, my question is if you can play in the playoffs and he could never play, he's always injured. Chris Stapps, Pozingas, 65 games, 32 and a half minutes per game playing center. Okay. Mm, interesting. Career high points. But I disagree. The reason Chris Stapps wouldn't work the reason he works in Washington is because he was he's one of those annoying centers that plays power forward. He does. No, he doesn't. They're he does. Terrible. He's ripping. They couldn't even make the tenth seed. Not his fault. Goddamn Toronto Raptors who were trying to tank. Not his fault. Um, and and just on Anthony Davis, I hate Anthony Davis, but the Lakers are going to win this year. There's my prediction, and it's Anthony Davis is going to be Finals MVP. No. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he's going to dedicate it to Pazingas. I will say, I will say that the playoffs are exciting, and there are seven teams in the West that could do it, including the Lakers. But there's just no way they get through the playoffs uninjured with LeBron and AD playing injured. Can we just? Go, oh, I just want to on the match real quick. I feel like we moved on too quick. Do you guys think Kyrie's going to stay? Because people again on this podcast were like, "Oh, now he's going to walk away." Good, isn't that what you want if you're the Mavs? Yeah. No, no, no. Because because you've got to remember that the oh sorry, the salary cap. The, no, the yeah the Mavs traded away. Um, uh, assets for Porzingis got Porzingis. The team sucks shit. So then they have had to do desperation trade away. That, no, they for, made the Western Conference Finals. For, oh yeah, but like you know, no, get fucked. They weren't a serious contender because. Mm. They, uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's the step better than a final? Okay, okay, <laughs> hey, get fucked. Porzingis wasn't even on the fucking roster when they made the Western Conference Finals. Okay, Led the foundations though. No. He, they traded no, him away for this good. weird package of like Spencer Dimwitty and shit, yeah. but they got lucky because they developed with it internally with Jalen Brunson. They lost him for free, and then they've spun all these assets that they lost into goddamn Kyrie Irving, a well-known cancer mm. slash like Holocaust denier, <laughs> the funniest person you could possibly get but, on your team, and now they're, they're getting, they've got nothing. No, they've got the, the, if they get rid of him, right? Surely he gets paid lots, free up. The space. It's not how there's not how the salary cap works, but but, yeah. but he's yeah. over the cap. I don't. It does. Yeah, I know what that's. You were thinking what I was thinking, Paul. But I, I think they need his salary to trade. There's um because surely just there'll be some guys who want to come play with Luca. They pay huge money to Tim Hardaway Jr. and all those other dipshits. So they have to re-sign Kyrie, and he will stay because he'll get a max contract, and it's going to be a disaster. They, they trade. They traded the one the guy the one guy on a good contract, which was Dodo. Yeah, and they and they let Brunson walk for nothing. Wait, who's Dodo? Dorian yeah. Finney-Smith. That's his nickname, Dodo. Oh, wow. The man. Um, the Mavs also had a late contender for best storyline of the season on my list, which was um, Mark Cuban claiming... <laughs> did you see the quote where he gave that interview and was like, oh, the reason things didn't work out for us is because I didn't I over-indexed how um, impactful the take foul was going to be? It's like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, You don't have some sort of... like adva- That's like me every year lying in fantasy that I have an advanced statistical model called the sleep mind system and then i've just like mistweaked something when like mark cuban does not have any sort of model <laughs> he miscalculated absolutely taking the piss out. how many take fouls are there a game oh like three two yeah i not many <laughs> not many Wait, um, and what did that lead to well someone should do like a butterfly style um butterfly effect style analysis of every take foul for against the Mavs and like try and guess what would have happened if that <laughs> they come out with 72 wins. <laughs> the problem with the Mavs is they have no good players on their roster and quite a few of them are quite highly paid, except for Luca. And they're just, it's just, it's worth, it's worse than the Pelicans and Anthony Davis. At least they got boogie and looked okay for a week. Um, Paul, big story from the year you've noticed? Oh, um, well, no, I don't know. I ain't got a lot. Jay, Jay. There, was, there was the um, stat scandal of Jaron Jackson Jr., and Riddick. it was the Lakers scandal of them getting favorable calls and favorable back-to-backs. 
Paul's been on Reddit, and there was a I've, few scandals that I don't think are real. I've got three, and I did them in the format of an old um, teammate of mine. She wow. would she would say every week, "What's your sad, mad, and glad?" Wow. So yeah, yeah. So this my hey, this is at work or a basketball teammate. No, nah, this is at work years ago. Sad, mad, glad. Wow. Yeah. Um. She'd also say her catchphrase was so sad, too bad, which was also a pretty good one. Like, if something went wrong, she'd be like, so sad, too bad. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. I'm with her sad, mad, and glad. Yeah. Like, just say it's a week where there's like a horrible atrocity. Like, say it's a week of like, say like 9 11 or something like that. Would she be like, my sad is 9 11? Yeah. No. Well, so, so actually, sad, mad, and glad, I've, I've, I've heard in multiple workplaces. So basically, every. It's like a very um, what's the word common corporate thing to say. What's something that's gone well? Whatever something that's not gone so well, something to improve. And basically, ninety percent of corporations. I hate to blow burst any bubbles here. It's just reinventing the same thing over and over again and like pretending it's something new. So sad, mad, glad is just a version of stop, start, do more. Like they're all the same thing. So it was more work related, but I applied it to the MBA. So. Sad? Here's my sad. Zion and the Pelicans, very sad. They were my glad halfway through the season, and now yeah. they're my sad. Yeah. I'm really sad that they... Uh, so I don't even know where they finished, but they're still in the play-in, right? They, they finished, finished ninth? They finished 10th. Oh, 10th? Ninth, ninth, sorry. No, I did watch one game. I did watch Echatel, like, some Pelican games early in the season, and they were ripping, and Zion was looking awesome. Yeah. And then today I saw a quote saying... Zion's going to be back when he when and this is a quote when I feel like Zion again. It's like what? <laughs> what does that mean? That doesn't yeah. sound good. He's never going to be the plan. No, nah. For the season. Um, yeah. So that was my that was my sad. Were you guys sad about the Pelicans? Gutters. Yeah, they yeah. were they're sad. Um, and CJ McCullum, like I've always loved him, and he was good. He was you know, a good signing. Uh, they're still in it though. They've got a favorable game against the Thunder. Yeah, and, and then they get to go lose to the Grizzlies. Oh, no, lose to the t- Timberwolves. Well, oh, we're going to get JT to guess. We had the play-in games today, JT. Guess the um, I guess the teams were in the play-in game and then guess the, the teams. It was Lakers, Timberwolves. Yeah. And then on the other side, it was ooh, Raptors, Bulls. No, that's 8-9. Eight, eight. Um, Heat versus Hawks. Okay, Heat versus Hawks. Okay. I, I can't bet against my boy Clint Capella. Heat. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I mean Hawks. Hawks. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know you can't bet against Clint Capella losing. <laughs> no, no, it's my boy Clint. Who won? Hawks. Was it? Oh, Hawks. Okay, one for one. And the other one, I'm sure the Lakers actually blew the Timberwolves out. Nah, nah. The Timberwolves led the whole game. The Lakers um, came back after no one on the Timberwolves could hit a shot, and Cat got into foul trouble. Um, they got it to within a tie game. Uh, LeBron, with the shot clock off, drove the baseline. Every Timberwolves player collapsed on him. He passed to Dennis Schroeder, who didn't have a defender within eight meters of him. Dennis Schroeder hit the three with one second left. Dennis Schroeder put the Lakers on his back. To win the oh, game. Oh, Schroeder, always have. A very similar uh, start, hairstyle to Clint Capella, actually. 1.8 seconds left, inbounding from, you know, between the three-point line and halfway. Um, they do the Timberwolves do a skip pass right across the court to Mike Conley, who'd run off a back screen to get to the funniest place, which is he was so deep in the corner, he was no longer in front of the backboard. He throws up a prayer. Anthony Davis closes out on him, touches his hand, and does get into a shooting space, but gently pushes him over. The refs, it was it was a foul, but I don't think a foul worth calling. They give him three. Yeah, they, I disagree with that. Paul disagrees because he saw one highlight for two seconds. But he literally just smashes into him with his. He body. touches him to decide no, the game. The shot hits the. Him. The shot is clean. His whole back. Goes I'm going to watch into his body. Okay, JT is going to decide. For people who don't know, the shot um, hits the top of the backboard, and uh, he gets three free throws. Which is he hadn't shot a free throw. He hadn't shot a free throw um, that game. And and he had 22 points, so it wasn't like he wasn't playing. And um, the Timberwolves hadn't shot a free throw that half. Mike... That's, what, that's what the scandal is, man. The Lakers, they run the league, and they get all the calls and the back-to-back. Okay, Mike... I'm, watch, I'm watching it courtesy of Chaz NBA right now on YouTube. 
Mike Conley makes three free throws to send it to overtime, only for them to get easily beaten by the Lakers. And both teams are pathetic. And I would have said before this game, I would have agreed with you, JT, that the Lakers were a dark horse chant. Now I'm like, they're just absolutely dire. I barely watched them, but they're pathetic. And I was like, I never bet against LeBron James, but I'm going to start betting against them now because that's um, bad. So my so, biggest criticism is that LeBron did that lame three-point celebration and not the crown. Why, why did he pull the crown out in regular season? P- pull it out now in the playoffs or better at win the championship, then pull the crown out. Yeah, yeah. Pulling the crown out when you've made the play in. Also, that game, like they had the game in the bag, right? The three was almost like, don't even shoot that. Um, I'm calling no foul on that, Paul. Well, not not at that stage of that game. The three. That's a flop. No, he 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 lands Paul? in his space under his feet, and then he hits him with his body. He like can I can I out. say that Paul watched it once on a YouTube video that was fake? No, on my I'll phone, which you. is a, a three mini. Mm. It doesn't any, matter, Paul. It was a foul. Any contact on a three is a foul. It was I mean, that's insane. Contact. That's insane. Would the Rudy Gobert trade is that going to go down as the worst trade? One of the worst trades of modern times. Unbelievable! I can't believe we haven't talked about that yet. I just can't th- believe that they suspended him for the play-in. I think they. I think that Rudy knows that. He, I think they were like, "Hey, Rudy, you suck. We're going to bench you and play cat at center." And he was like, "Ah, oh, can we? I got. I can't handle that for my self-esteem." So he like engineered the punch for yeah, an excuse. Right. That's a great. I does, always love your opinions, JT. That was good shit. It does feel like the rest of the team must hate him because otherwise, surely the other team would say no. Have you been Have you been angry enough to punch someone in your life? No. Okay. Well. I've never had the experience. Pull out on that. I reckon he's been angry enough. To no, punch. but I've never punched anyone. What about punching me? When did I punch you? Right now. No. What, have you thought about it? No, I've never punched. <laughs> you. Okay. Well, imagine getting angry enough to punch someone. Would you punch their lower pectoral? It just doesn't make sense to me. And he's a tall guy. Like it's such a weird. Oh, it feels I, fake. I mean, if that if that Anthony Davis isn't a foul, then there's no way that's close to a punch. <laughs> <laughs> Good tie back. Good tie back. At best, that's like a push to the chest. What about, but, what about the other Drongo? Okay, so that's one of the rim protectors gone because he's punched a teammate. What about the other Drongo breaking his hand, punching a wall again? In fairness, he thought it was just a curtain. <laughs> no, there was concrete behind the curtain. What a loser. <laughs> Is that serious, Paul, that he punched yeah. a curtain? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That, I actually don't think that's his fault. That's the person. That's the curtain hanger's fault. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's whoever's doing it. No, but it. you've got to learn that occasionally behind a curtain, there's a hard wall. What do you should, think behind he, there? He should sue the person, like the poor sap that's on minimum wage that puts the curtain up. He should go after them. Can I say, for the record, it wasn't <laughs> a curtain. It was a um, a gazebo that goes uh, over the tunnel. Oh, well, that person's got money. <laughs> rich enough to own a gazebo. Uh, they own the gazebo and bring it in the higher to the NBA. Um, so just looking at the stats real quick. So, you know, you got LeBron James. He was a negative 14 for the game. You've got Austin Reeves, a zero. D'Angelo Russell, minus two. Dennis Schroeder off the bench, plus 22. Wow. He picked the team up. He didn't shoot that well, but he put them on his back and he got the 21 points. Wow. Hell yeah. Late, hey, Dennis Schroeder making a late play for my and, and glad. Shout out Carl Anthony Towns, who I have never rated, but he was the only player on the um, on the Timberwolves with a plus 18. Everyone else deep in the minuses. I'll tell you who I rate from the Wolves. That um, Anthony Edwards, obviously, for being handsome, but it's Torian Prince for being so quick out of his seat to fight Rudy Gobert. How badly did he want it, eh? Like, I've never seen someone get up so quick. He must absolutely despise Rudy. Yeah, he's... Oh, yeah, it's so depressing. And, yeah, far out. Minnesota fans. Well, Rudy, oh. The worst thing about Rudy Gobert is, like, it's clearly his personality is toxic. It's like, imagine being as hated as Dwight Howard and not even being, like, the the goofy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even doing fart, Dwight Howard fart jokes. No, he had uh, the microphone COVID touch. That was a good gag. That was hilarious. That was a good gag. For people who don't know, he actually had COVID when he did the microphone COVID touch and he shut down the whole NBA. If you're, like, under... Like, he'd be under 30, right? And he's already had to publicly apologise for his actions to the world. Like, this is his second or third time. You might think, oh, maybe I should seek some sort of help. The weird thing about him is when he plays for France, he's elite. Like when he plays for France, I guess the team's built around him. He's so, he's even good on offense. 
you know, they, they throw him lobs and stuff. But like the Minnesota Timberwolves to trade for a guy and make him like your, you know, you, you, cause your team's built around um, the other two cat and um, what's the guy's name? Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Yeah. It's just, I, it's so, it's so grim. Um, speaking of grim, should I bring up the MVP race, or will you guys hate it if I talk about that? No, can I? I want to do my sad and I want to do my oh, sad sorry, and sorry, sorry, sad and glad. Um, so I want to do sad. My sad is sad was the Pelicans. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. My mad, I'm getting mad now. My Pelicans. Uh, it's not the Pelicans. My mad is what the heck is going on with Jamal Morant? Yeah, that's a crazy storyline. Oh, thank you for reminding me about that. What a goddamn embarrassment! He's like the young face of the league. He just got a Nike signature shoe, and humiliating. I disagree. He did nothing wrong. America loves guns. Yeah, he should be celebrated. <laughs> Justice for Jar. <laughs> White power. <laughs> Do you Jar has the thing I got more mad about was. Did he go to some sort of rehab? And if so, what for? Instagram. Like, what's his addiction? Loving Instagram. Because to Paul's point, guns are legal. He hasn't done anything illegal, right? He just can't stop live streaming his actions. I don't think you could... Don't, doesn't you're going to have to be licensed to you or something like that? Like, you can't just have a gun at a strip club. I'm, like, some places you got open carry. I've been to... Yeah, no, I know. But I've been to Texas and stuff where they have, like, like really loose laws. And even then, there's heaps of no-gun signs pretty much any bar or restaurant you go into there's but no that's guy. the establishment right like so that's yeah. not a law like if a bar says no like so the um there's a bar here that says no mucky shoes you know that's not against the law if you go on with mucky shoes and, okay. if, and if i live stream my mucky shoes in there i'm probably not going to get cancelled from my job okay well he he there was also many other okay so that was a problem but there was also the um the store of him like intimidating like footlocker employees because they wouldn't give his mum the right shoes, which is weird because he's sponsored by Nike. Like, you know, like there was those stories as well. So I've actually changed my mad. I'm no longer mad at Ja Morant. I'm actually on Paul's side. I'm mad at the NBA for trying to cancel him <laughs> and doing nothing illegal. And it's the same with Paul Pierce. No, that genuinely, so I genuinely have a major issue with that. What did Paul Pierce do wrong? He did a live stream with some strippers on it smoking weed when he works for Disney. But what are those things are illegal? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, but Disney's allowed to fire him. What did they do wrong? Are you allowed to fire someone for that? Well, I don't, they did. I don't reckon. It doesn't seem right. They might not have fired him. They might have just paid him his contract and just gone, don't come to If having fun and enjoying your free time is a crime. Lock me up. Fire me. From, <laughs> I'm not employed, but. Um, JT. Uh, no, sorry. What was his name? Ja Morant. Um, he there was other stories. The gun was the tip of the iceberg. Like the, there was other rumors about him being a huge, like physically threatening, like almost like kids, wasn't it? Like he wanted. To oh, play. wasn't there some weird thing in a pickup game where he like arrested yeah, a kid and maybe pistol whipped him? out against a kid in a pickup game. That's I, outrageous. I, not illegal though. I, Perfectly illegal. Like, he was at his house. I'm pretty sure it was at his house. Don't go to some, don't go to his house if you don't want to see weapons. He's a known weapon fan. Yeah. Okay, so you're mad as the 17 year old who got who was better at basketball than Jar Morant. Yeah, who snitched on him? Jar yeah. so dumb. He's the new Derek Rose. Derek I hate Rose. his dad. His dad needs to be his dad honestly needs to be banned for life. Uh, what I what my mad was actually going to be. Uh, well, I got sidetracked twice. What my mad was going to be is about his dad wearing sunglasses to every <laughs> game. It's so annoying to me. It, like it's so like to just enjoy the game it can't be a good viewing experience yeah and also if you're gonna wear sunglasses at least wear on trend sunglasses like he looks like people are like he looks like usher yeah because he's wearing fashions from 2010 when usher was a star like it's it's not they're not current sunglasses it pisses me off skinny jeans aren't a thing anymore yeah i actually thought that i actually put on a pair of jeans the other day and i were quite i've still got a quite pair of skinny jeans i thought shit i'm getting old Talk about pants. Paul's Paul's been having major pant problems over here in Melbourne. Are you a baggy guy, Paul? Are you a baggy guy? Um, well, yeah. Relaxed fit. Just just a classic sort of relaxed fit, yeah. Nice. The first pair I bought was too thin, and then I found a pair I like. He, I'm happy now. He could talk about this for hours. Um, JT, what's your glad? Well, let's start. Let's start talking jeans. Let's start talking jeans. Am I glad? Okay. On three, Paul. MIP of the season on three. One. Two, three, Markel Fultz. Wow. <laughs> I mean, me and Paul called it Year of the Fultz. They did not plan that. Year of the Fultz. What's he, he done? I, I've not followed Markel Fultz at all. 
He's back. He is absolutely he is back. back. He's genuinely the Magic's best player. That's not saying anything. That's, That's like saying he's the tallest dwarf. No, it's, <laughs> it's saying a lot. That would still be the number one. Yeah, yeah, okay, but you're okay. saying he's back. When was, he, when was he ever here previously? Like, okay, well, he, he, number one pick. Check a few of these numbers out. Games. <laughs> 60. That's the second highest. <laughs> his, his third highest is 19. Okay. Min, minutes played, 29.6. That's his highest. Three pointers scored, 0.5 a game. <laughs> Field goal, five, he's got shooting over 500. He's shooting over 300 from three. He's shooting, okay, not great from free throw, under 800, whatever. Points, 14 points per game. And he had a lot of load management, like low-minute restrictions. This, he's back. He's Paul, a decent player. Paul's Googling furiously. What, what are you learning in the database, oh, no, Paul? Just, just, look, just looking at more stats. Yeah. Anything else, anything else Marco Feltz has done? Is he still Instagramming hashtag faithful to the grind? I did a nice tweet the other day um, at the end of the season. He's good on He's good on social media as well. Like, let's look at this. He just said, um, uh, um, Paul's just can't wait for next year. We on that purple devil emoji. Love yes. Love the purple devil emoji. What, would the minister of defense have a problem with the purple devil emoji? Do you think? Well, so the minister no. of defense, is that Jonathan Isaac? Yeah. And his career could be over. <laughs> it's not looking I good. Can I say, I said his career was over on this podcast about three years ago, and you guys were like, nah, he's coming back. And oh, since then, he's released no. about four Jesus books endorsed <laughs> by uh, the American right, and not one so it sounds uh, like one game played. Sounds like to me that his career is only starting. Published author. Look at this. A lot of photos of him down in a heap holding his head. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. It's so grim. The saddest thing is, the first game he got hurt was... My first game going to a, a live Magic game wow. since I was a little kid, and it happened instantly. Okay, here's what happened. I think I've told this before. I was right at the Magic Tunnel, hard up against it, and we're getting ready for the game up there. I've kind of befriended the Magic fan who's sitting behind me, and at one stage we turn around and we look up the tunnel, and who do we see? We see Jonathan Isaac there, stretching his legs. He's doing an array of leg warm-ups that I've seen before. Already worrying. Mm. He sees us looking at him. Please say he gets injured while he gets out of a stretch. No. <laughs> he sees us. He stops what he's doing, and he moves to the side out of sight. Presumably stops the rest of his warm-up. Wow. He then comes out, and very early in the game on a fast break, he kind of tries to Euro step, you know, tears his ACL, goes down in a heap, Get stretched off past me. There was a photo on Twitter where I'm there, face hand hand and face and hands, watching him go past on it on a stretcher. Wow, it all went. So it's all your fault, Paul. Me and the well, and the other guy. Oh, I didn't know. Well, we don't know. Yeah, true. Plausible deniability could have been him. <laughs> um, um. So that's my sad, mad, glad. That was very good, JT. I'm just going to briefly talk about the um, MVP race because I feel like we need some sanity. For a start, everyone says who cares and then it seems like social media cares so much. And I must say, I said who cares and then I realized I did care. Awards, because I work in comedy, awards are stupid. They Humble are brag. stupid. Pardon? Humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love I love bragging humble. They are stupid. The awards I've won are stupid. The awards I've lost are stupid. They're fine. It's a subjective opinion by some weird judges who all have different biases and problems and stuff like that. The MVP is silly. However, the, this MVP and the idea that Jokic is the clear number one MVP is a problem because no one would look at the last five years and go on, this is Jokic's time. He owns this. He's a great player. He's an exciting player. He's an all-star reserve, probably. But he's not a three-time MVP. That puts him with the greats. It's a stupid award that needs to be redefined in such a way that go like, yeah, we've got to share it around a little bit. Embiid deserves it. Is he better than Jokic? Maybe not. Is it weird that a lot of the other good players like Durant and stuff sit out a lot of games and don't play? 
Um, if I was giving out the MVP, though, I would just go like, who is the um, coolest player on the best team? Giannis. Who's everyone afraid, afraid of in the playoffs? Giannis. Who's only playing 30 minutes a game because his team wins by the end of the third quarter? Giannis. Who's I think Giannis handsome. is probably the MVP, but I'd, I'm happy to give it to Embiid because Giannis has already won it twice. I don't like agreeing with you, so I'm going to agree and disagree in some ways. <laughs> agree. If you Honestly, if, you, if you're objective and you know how I feel about Giannis's game, Giannis is the most valuable, valuable player, and he has been... Yeah. It's for the last three years and probably will be for the next three years, right? Like he's the dominant player on a team that wouldn't be good without, would be okay, but not great without him. Who's a if dominant you're doing team. A draft, you're picking him number one, him or Luca. Um, but Luca's like wildly think, out of the way and going through, going through a lot of shit right now. So Giannis seems mentally. Because worst shit. case, right? Very worst case. You say, Hey Giannis, can you play center please? Yeah. And we'll put shooters around you. And then you've got the, the only reason that the bucks aren't better than they are is because they don't play him at center. And because they, yeah, they, they don't, they, they're kind of warming up in the regular season a little bit. I'm not saying they're the best team, but they're pretty close. But, but they sort of resist team. playing small ball, de- like with him at centre, where, where like, imagine what Giannis on the Warriors would yeah. be like. But anyway, so agree with that. Now here's my disagree. I'm just imagining Giannis on the Warriors. It is making me feel sick to my stomach how good that team is. Yeah, they would win by 50 or 60 points every game. Sickening. So here's my disagree. The MVP, it like sort of rules because it's so subjective. That's why it's cool. And Embiid, I hope Embiid wins. My only annoyance is that this is the first year in three years I haven't bet on Embiid to win the MVP, and I think he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Yeah, that's and, amazing. And Bill Sim, I hate Bill Simmons, but I saw that he's been arguing for for Embiid. Yeah, well, it's just, it's just, it, it is. Yeah, if you say Jokic is the best player in the NBA because of the analytics, I'm like, well, that's a mark against analytics. No one is like, oh, man, can't wait to see Jokic play. Oh, wow. I mean, I, I think, yeah, okay, we've got a friend who actually, wait, Andrew Price. And Jokic's like game is a lot prettier than Embiid. Oh, Embiid is horrific. Embiid just shoot three throws. But I'm just saying, like, if you give Jokic the MVP three times in a row, which he was the favorite for most of the season, you're putting him up there with Kareem, like Jordan, LeBron. No, none of these guys have done that. It's crazy. But like I understand that, yes, yeah, statistically, if you're going to look at pure statistics, Jokic would win. Paul, any contribution? I don't care. Yeah, I'm going. I'm just looking at stats now, and I'm going Jokic. I think the online there's been a hit job against him. Who does your heart? Who does your heart want to win though? Um, well, my heart, Markel. Yeah, me too. <laughs> strong, <laughs> strong answer. You caught me out of feed, but I'd give it to Giannis. I think Embiid and Harden are basketball devils. And while I kind of root for them because they're like the bad boys, they deserve to be in the Philadelphia purgatory they're in. They're going to go bad because Boston and um, I doubt they can beat Boston and Milwaukee, um, which they'll have to do because they're in the third seed. And um, yeah, Doc Rivers, they all deserve them each other. Embiid, Harden, and give Embiid. Embiid's a funny guy, so let's give him the MVP because he deserves it for, for good winning. But like Harden and... Doc Rivers can burn in hell and Philadelphia hell. They deserve each other. Okay, who's winning it all? Do we make a prediction? Yeah. Yeah, let's predict big time. I'm just going to check the team I predict is in the playoffs. <laughs> do you think, do you think Ja Morant would have, <laughs> do you think Ja Morant would have, could have had a shout at MVP if he hadn't started whipping guns out all the time? Uh, I mean, he would have been like top. I, I mean, fuck, Devin Booker was on yeah. the, on the chart. The guy from um, Demantis Sabonis was in the MVP chat. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, Giannis, uh, yeah, they would have been like, they would have said he's like six or something, John Moran, I don't know. Hey, speaking of, I can't believe, sorry to, just before getting to the predictions, somewhat buying time, I can't believe we didn't talk about the Durant to the Suns trade. Great trade. For who? What, what do you mean? Durant for Bridges and lots, two other guys. Nah, heaps of picks though, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm saying still, great trade. For which team though? Oh, sorry for both teams. I mean, yeah. a great all-round trade. I would say, I would say that the um, considering the crazy circumstances, the Nets did okay, but the Nets deserve a huge mark for like how badly they put this team together and how badly it went. But I'll say, you know, they're in a sticky situation. They got out of it okay. I actually met Sean Marks at a Breakers game. Sean, if you're listening, you did great stuff, man. I'm sorry about those negative comments there. It's all going good. The future's bright. In the next. 14 years you might be back to relevancy again um 
the Suns though, it's very. I love Durant, but it's incredibly risky, man. Like huge salary. Durant's very injury prone. If they can compete the next two years, then worth it. And I'd say they're my favorites out of the West, but it's incredibly risky. I would do it, but I don't think it was a good trade by the Suns. Mm, I like it. Paul? Um, I kind of, I'm a bit of both. I think, um, do I think the Suns going to win this year? No. Do I think uh, it was a bad trade to do? No. I think sometimes I'm like, even if you are screwing your next, um, like six years, six years, worth it. It's fun just to have like a s- absolute superstar come, and so, and be there for a couple of years. Like I think it's kind of worth it. Yeah, if you're um, the Suns, and quite cool setting up quite a cool Western Conference showdown. Hopefully, right? Mm. Oh, I know the first round is Whoa. Russell Westbrook. Sorry, I got too excited. Whoa. Russell Westbrook, who's somehow back after the most tragic season. He's actually found a place that appreciates him and is doing okay. He's not good, but he's doing okay. Um, Russell Westbrook versus KD in the first round. And that's a great, like, I can't, you can't even guarantee the Suns are going to win that. Like, the Clippers aren't bad. Where's Kawhi and Paul George both playing? Paul George is injured, but probably playing. So, Kawhi's playing. Kawhi's playing. Wow. Um, but, that's a fun series. That's fun. There's some great, I think there's some great storylines in the West. Um, I wanted to derail the game just briefly because I had another, I had a couple other glads I wanted to throw on there and a theory. Okay, back to the glads. Uh, Derail away, man. This is a train and you can take it on whatever track you want. You're the fat controller. I got two glads and a theory. Okay. Okay. Two other glads. No, I'm going to, but the glads are related to the theory. Okay, I'll start with the theory. So So my theory is that they started the plan to try and stop tanking, right? So obviously more it's a money grab, eyeball attention grab, but also to stop um plan. Uh, stop the uh uh tanking. But what it's created is now like more extreme tanking because teams don't want to be anywhere near the tenth spot. And and so to test my theory, I went and looked at the Western Conference earlier. And if you look backward, if you look go back from the bottom, right? Spurs have been ta- like actively tamping, tanking the whole season. Rockets tanking. Shopping. The Trail Trailblazers have been losing by like fifty points a game, yeah. playing like guys. I've honestly look computer generated to me. Yeah. The Jet, the Jazz, like literally traded away the whole team, and had, and then unexpectedly were awesome. So they had to bench Larry Markkinen and had to still do. They had to do more trades after they they actually bailed out the fucking Lakers. They were so annoyed how much they were winning. So you've got the Thunder, perennial tankers, who have now somehow been in, un, inadvertently tank, out-tanked by the Mavs. But that's so effectively, if you're saying from 1 to 10 are in the mix for the playoffs, right? Then you've got four teams actively tanking. The only team that tried to make it, and I, I'm not saying, I don't know if the Thunder tried or not, but the only team that tried to make it and didn't is the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Every other team. So it's like, because at first I was like, man, it's awesome the Kings... Did so well. Awesome, the Pelicans made it to ninth for Zion out. But then I was like, that's not nine out of 15. That's nine out of a possible 10 teams. Yeah. Like, do, do you guys agree? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, shocking. Yeah. And, and and the Mavericks basically did make it, though. They just tanked, like, two games at the very end to, to go. True. Up. Yeah. But, like, yeah, absolutely disgraceful. And you're, you, you, I've never heard that point before. And you're absolutely right. Like, it's, it's made it more hectic for teams who just definitely don't want to make the play in. Yeah, amazing. Because especially because because you win the play-in, great. Okay, the Lakers, you can celebrate now. You played terrible basketball. Now you just got to go, you know, probably get destroyed. Actually, the Lakers might have a chance against the Grizzlies. So back to JT's point. But like in the other in the other conference, it's like if the Raptors, my team, does well, great. What well, you 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 earn the right to get whipped by the Celtics. You know, I think the Bulls are going to take the Raptors down and Demar vengeance game. Wow, that'd be that'd be nice to see. Um, what's another? Give me another glad, and you'll. Whatever your other point. JT. JT, you've got another... Maybe he's gone quiet, has he? He's, JT's just started texting, but I'll say that JT's got another four glads to go. Um, I feel like it's that time. I'm worried about JT. Oh, it's frozen, right? No, it's hard to tell if it's frozen. JT, can you hear us? No, I don't think you can hear us. He can't hear us. Um, it's that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out.
This is Chumo Kiki, and you're listening to Magic Mayhem with Paul Williams. Well, I didn't watch a lot of Magic this year. I kept my eyes on the results, and I'd look at stats, but I, I did. I don't see the odd, the odd end of a game or whatever. But usually, I'd watch every game. And um, but it's an exciting time to be a Magic fan. Um, JT's just logged off, and is just we're just we're watching him now. He's just sending texts. But yeah, he's probably texting you, right? Um, but oh. uh, but then um, Mark Al faults for most improved. Um, Paolo, I think, has shown potential to be a great NBA player. Yeah, Franz keeps growing. Devastated that my sad for the year is that Mo Bamba's gone. Um, that was tragic. That was a dark day. Eh? Yeah, they um, devastating, and he's I think injured for the Lakers now, so he's he's barely in the league. Um, but uh, I love the pickup of um, Goga Batadze, who I liked going into his draft. Uh, Where is that name from? That's a very unusual name. He's Turkish or something. Sick. Um, Turkish people have the best names. Goga Padatze. Uh Haydo Turkulu. Amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, overall, a successful season. I would have liked to have lost a few more games. Yeah. But, um, but I also think it's time to start building a winning culture. Yeah. And the magic next year, I think, will be dangerous. What are your odds in the Wimbayama sweepstakes? Not good. Um, but two like percent. Um, uh, I'm not. Sure. I'll have a look. But I would have liked. I think building a winning culture is 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 important. Um, did you you normally watch every Magic game? I feel like you watch shit all. Yes, that's, I said that at the start of Magic Mayhem. Yeah, but the Magic uh, have a nine percent chance at number one. Wow. Um, and, but we're gonna have two picks in the in the top in the lottery, hopefully. We'll probably oh, play well, some sad music under this Magic Mayhem because it has been a bit of a weird season, but the future is bright. Oh, definitely. Next season, they'll be in the playoffs. Wow. I'm calling that now. Wow. Well, at least the play-in. To be, to be fair, though, the we, the, the East is they just could be good as like... No, the East is the stacked one, don't you reckon? The top is good, but the bottom is yeah, bad. Yeah, right. Okay, that's probably fair. Okay, JT still can't come in, but the, he wasn't hating Magic Mayhem. He'll be gutted to miss it, but I'll just... Um, I'll just restart the thing. Because, like, look at... Oh, we're... Okay. Be on the ball! Sit down. Be on the ball! I, the I used to be jealous of Marina Fallo. Juice! We're taking every game personal. I'm a Melfry. This is Chumo Kiki, and you're listening to Magic Mayhem with Paul Williams. Okay, so... We were doing the podcast. It was going good. And then JT just like turned away from us and started texting. So then I subbed in Paul to do a magic mayhem. He just did the saddest summary of the year. He was devastated by Mo Bamba getting injured. And then he said, he said really sadly, I kind of got to go. And then he just left. And now... So for people who don't know, because people hit me up on the street and go, where's the podcast? And I go, which podcast? I do about eight of them because I'm a mediocre white man. And I go, I'm the only one who likes doing it. And that's the problem. And I think this is just this. <laughs> JT. I, I like doing it, but I just, I just seem to have quite a detrimental effect on Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it really affects his mental health. Um, it's Mental Health Awareness Week, everyone. So get yourself checked. That's it. <laughs> nah. Nah. I just love saying that. I reckon, like, people... I, don't get me wrong. I think mental health is very impo important, obviously. But too many people are, like, abusing it or, like, disguising their own toxic behavior by claiming they're into ma their mental health charities uh, and stuff like that. Absolutely. It's a very easy thing to be an advocate for. And if you see me advocate... Because, of course, everyone's um, a fan of mental health. It's like going, I'm a fan of fucking elbow health as well. Like, I don't want anyone to have freaking sore elbows like you know yeah. like it's like it's a no-brainer elbow pain the silent killer and yeah, i reckon yeah. a lot of like toxic men like they're like horrible people but then they're like oh, i gotta focus on mental health and it's like 
Well, the, just being a nicer person will be the first step towards success. You don't have to like rattle a bucket and grow a moustache. Um, <laughs> also, men back it. Men back it because it's the only charity that like affects us. You know, well, like, I'm not going to worry about social justice or poverty or like women's rights. I'm just going to focus on the one thing that affects me: testicular cancer and mental health. Anyway, sorry, it's a weird rant. rant. Yeah, although you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get around down a rabbit hole here. Um. Just for the record, I was only turning away texting. I was texting you to say the thing had frozen. <laughs> Cheers, mate. So that was that's my defence. Um, it was very funny because it just seemed like you just had zero interest in the first two minutes of Magic Mayhem. No, it's probably the only thing I'm interested in. Um, can I give my prediction? Yeah, man. You, you, you didn't finish your, your many glads and sads that you had lined up. So if you want to get <laughs> one more out before your prediction, but I'd love to hear it. No, I'm going to go for... I know I've already made it. I'm going Los Angeles Lakers. The crown, the crown is coming back on. Amazing. Um, I think I the crown celebration is cool. I agree that it was weird that he did it in the regular season. But when you're in the, with the Lakers, you're like, we're probably not going to play many more games. So you got to get this cool celebration out there. I genuinely think that was the, th- the thinking. Like, just do it in the last game, you might win. But I think they can do it. I think Anthony, uh, Anthony Davis c- could be the best player in the league still, right? Yeah, but he can't play. Th- he every time he plays, he falls over and is like it seems like a career ender. He, uh, I also say this that they just look terrible. Like they like they're they're leaning heavily on Dennis Schroeder, <laughs> like a player they previously like cut. I think like oh, it's just such a shit. Oh, maybe he cut himself. Do they but, have yeah. any defenders? Does anyone that can defend at all? Well, Anthony Davis, the human. Mm, perfect. Oh, they have the the guy they got from Minnesota is. Or Utah, oh, yeah. they got they got a, a few defenders. I don't know. They just they just they didn't look good, and they're going to have to take on a team that's okay. I will say though that like the Nuggets and Memphis, I think they're playing Memphis are gettable. Like they're not. I don't. I don't think Memphis are looking good, especially without Stephen Adams. They just look like a shell of them former selves, and they're just they're so Memphis is like a head case, man. Ja Morant's the tip of the iceberg. Like Dylan Brooks. Like you know how they got in a fight with like. Shannon Sharp, the like the that was former, so strange. Yeah, they got to fight with a with a broadcaster slash former NFL player in a Los Angeles game, and then just went on like a eleven game losing streak. It was just crazy. But, but the strangest part of that was I saw Shannon Sharp's apology, which was honestly about five and a half minutes long, and he in which he he apologized directly to a stylist. And then I was like, I had a look at that what he was wearing, and I was like, the stylist should be apologizing to you, man. Madigan <laughs> sucks. How old are you? I I didn't even know about that. That is hilarious. And why would you watch a five and a half minute apology? Why? How does this come across? I, I have honestly a fast like in a really like like um what's the word like grim obsession with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. It's such a weird like toxic. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I just can't stand it. Yeah. But it's... my most my most hated look is like buff older guy wearing a tight t-shirt and an oversized cardigan like that is literally the my most hated look yeah yeah it's pretty bad what about um what about dude at the skate park wearing um uh dad jeans um knee pads over the top like Hell a, yeah. a too tight hallenstein's checkered shirt on his not in shape body um and then rollerblades and he was laughing at me for my look <laughs> Up until the rollerblades, I thought you were describing yourself. No, and I was like, hell, yeah, no, I reckon there's a hell of a look. But assuming that he's there with a kid, nah, no, nah, 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 he's just there as an adult, and he was mocking me. And I was like, if he, we're in Melbourne where I'm not very well known. I'm like in New Zealand, huge celebrity, obviously. But no, nah, and uh, so you it, bought it, the skateboard in Melbourne. No, I, I I fly with my skateboard now. Wow, and what tricks are you doing? Like, I don't really want to deep dive this. What tr- sort of tricks do you do? I can't do any tricks. Can you or do a ollie? I no. I roll around the park and I love it. And I, as someone who got into skiing during lockdown, I'm terrible about that too. I was like, this is affordable skiing. Get on a skateboard and just cruise around yeah. the streets. It's so much fun. And I'm a huge advocate of you don't have to be good at something to enjoy it. Abs- no, no, it's more enjoyable when you're bad because you improve very rapidly. Yeah, exactly. That's much like my golf career. Yeah, exactly the same thing. How is your golf career going? Yeah, I'm terrible, but like it's fine because you just it's it's fun with no weight, weight like no expectations. Oh, and it's hell when you get expectations because I played when I was a kid and I got 
you know, like to a point where we were trying to enter competitions and stuff. I was, I was terrible. I was the worst player in the competition. And once you have expectations, it's horrific. Yeah, because I play occasionally a, a video game called a PGA video game. It's like the same people as 2K. And I have extreme frustration in that game. Because I'll like, miss hit it, but if I miss it in oh, real life, I'm... yeah, miss hitting on a real course is like, yeah, that happens. You miss hit, you miss hit in a game. Yeah, I play on pro. It's okay. quite hard. Yeah. Okay, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's not saying I, I get like I get quite upset about my performance in virtual golf. Yeah, and real golf, I don't care. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um. Okay, here's my prediction. Then I'm going to go get something to eat. Hey, look, this has been great. Great to give back to the fans. Yeah, the fans The fans are what keeps us doing this. And also um, raising awareness for mental health. And also raising awareness for gun rights in America. Yeah. We're going, yeah. Oh, probably a bad joke, probably. probably. Um, okay, I am going to go with... Oh, no, I've already said it. Los Angeles Lakers for the third yeah, time. Yeah, okay. Well, who, who, who's, so Lakers out of the West. Who do you think, for a more serious prediction, who's coming out of the East? What do you mean serious prediction? That is my pr- serious prediction. East. I'm going to just take whoever you say coming out of the East is who your real prediction is. Mm. Are Boston Celtics healthy? Uh, I would say so, yeah, I reckon. Okay, I'm going to go the Sixers. Wow, okay. That, I pick them every year. I've just picked them every year and I'll continue to pick them. I'm going to do, um, my. this is what I firmly believe because I can't tell if you're doing a joke or not. Um, those are shocking predictions. Uh, I, 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 before today's game, I thought the Lakers had a chance and I was like, oh no, the Lakers just get, they, every time you see the Lakers, they're 10 times overvalued because they're the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. And they have LeBron, sure. And Anthony Davis, you're right. Could be good. But, um, yeah, I, I, I could even pack them to beat the Grizzlies, but there's just, there's to win three rounds to even stay healthy for three rounds. I just think that's ridiculous, but maybe I'm a dickhead. Okay, here's my very serious predictions. I think it's it's a very tight prediction, and every day I switch between Boston and Milwaukee. Right now, I put my money on Boston, although uh, sorry, Milwaukee. Although I think Boston's better well-rounded. I just pick Giannis because I think he's the best player. But but I think if you're picking Boston, that's not crazy either. Now the East is crazy. I was going to say there's seven teams in it. I'm going to eliminate the Lakers now because I think they look trash. So I'm going to say um, Kings surely uh, aren't going anywhere. Kings, oh yeah, yeah, right. But at least Kings are, yeah. I it's the Kings got too cocky. They made it into the playoffs and they like made a hype video showing everyone doubting them. And it's like you're gonna get knocked down the first round by the fucking Warriors. With yeah, the- but that's fine. It's been what sixteen? Isn't it? Is this the fifteenth year or sixteenth year since they've yeah. been in the playoffs? That's fine. Film the hype video. If they lose four one with home court advantage in the third seed, I hope they don't. I'm rooting for the Kings, but I'm rooting for the Kings. But they they came in. It's still not. You know, like Tyrese Halliburton was a good asset to lose. And I know you got Sabonis. I know he's an MVP on the MVP ladder, the Kia MVP ladder or some bullshit. But like, I'm still worried about the Kings. Like, then this do not, I love the beam, but just do not get cocky or maybe get another beam, get two beams going or something. You've actually talked me into it and now I'm, I'm going, I'm rooting for the Kings. I think the Kings are going to win. Oh, we're all rooting. <laughs> we're all rooting for the Kings. We all want the underdogs. We'd all love it if like the Oklahoma City Thunder came out of nowhere, but it's just like almost impossible. I'd love it if the Bulls went deep, but they're, they're embarrassing. And they were almost, they seem like they're tanking. So the fact they're even in the plan is embarrassing. Another flop for Nuggets, you reckon? Gotta be a... Gotta be a flop for the Nuggets. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's actually at this point a curse for Jokic. If he's a three-time MVP, we're um, going to clown him if he goes out in like the second round. Um, he could, they could do damage. You never know, but, um, they'll have, they'll have a good, the first round matchup against probably the Timberwolves or the Thunder is probably pretty favorable, but yeah, who knows? Are Jokic's brothers allowed at games? Have they been banned? I think they're allowed. Why would they be banned? Aren't they always getting fights? Or maybe that's just last playoffs. Yeah, I don't know. I think you're thinking of Ja Moran and his mates. Um, but very serious prediction. I'm going to go Bucks, although I want to pick Celtics as well. I'd say Bucks or Celtics, but I think they'll meet the Suns in the final, although the East is impossible to predict. And I'd say there's five teams in the East that could make the finals. None of them are that good. I think the Bucks or Celtics will be too good for any of them. Yeah, I don't have a problem with those. I've just got to go off my gut. I don't look, Sixers, I'm not actually that confident in. 
out of my hatred of Doc Rivers and not watching a single Sixers game. But love of Embiid is strong. So I'm, I'm sticking with them. He is good. He is probably the MVP. Um, well, those are great predictions. This was a great podcast. Um, Paul has disappeared. Talking about the magic was too far. Um, JT, any last words for the fans? Um, no, just say, look, I'm just really happy to be giving back to all our fans out there. Finally, good. time to give back. It's good to be giving back to the fans and giving back to a, a, something that's really close to my heart, mental health. Get yourself <laughs> checked. Um, thanks so much for listening. I've been Guy Williams. I've been JMFT. Is that how and, it was? Uh, Paul Williams has left and uh, is suffering from mental health issues, so I'm going to go sort his mental health issues out now. Now, he, he's fine. He just had to go do something else. Um, goodbye, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Peace. Peace.